It's episode 14, season three of Beyond This Earth, now available on Stitcher. And on today's episodes, the truckers go Hong Kong. Wait, is that a curse word now? As Trudeau and others tried to do the spin move, but it's not working. The United States might be going to war against Russia to gain Savatnya's hand once again. But Savatnya might have tricks up her sleeve. Lord of the Rings, what? Huh? Roll Tomasi in a fantastic interview with Patrick Ben David on Valuetainment's podcast. You need to watch it. We got a link over on the description. Ben Simmons, Pete Davidson, and the failure of moving upwards. Why are the Olympics are failing to gain an audience? Plus, a short comment about Rogan's issues. Then, James Webb with a great picture showing that it might be more successful than originally hoped. Plus, a lot more space news, news you missed, and a whole lot more on today's episode. Oh, Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth, Season 3, Episode 14. This is Nova Hollaback. That's Hollaback! The rats have been trapped trying to get on the ships. What do I mean? If you haven't been sleeping under a rock, or if you have, it doesn't matter. The truckers of Canada has got Justin Trudeau and Doug Ford by the balls! And I do mean the gonads that they really don't have. But they got them by the balls. And it's affecting everything else in the supply chain in both Canada and America. The left-wing media in Canada, which is pretty much almost 95% of the whole country of Canada, concerning with the media, the news media there, has pretty much stated that terrorism, social economic terrorism, they're fascists, they're racist, the whole nine yards. None of it is anywhere close to the truth. That they got the money to spend on all of these things. No, folks. I hate to tell people this, and a lot of folks might think of it as, oh, it's this, 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 and this. No. All the working class ever had was populism. And certain people came on the brand new Twitter handle, Estra Hank Terum, which is beyond this earth in Latin, and tried to state to me 
what was with all the working class things that happened in the past and the strong connections that they were with the Communist Party back in the past. I can give you simple answers to that question. Very simple answers. The communists just came in and did the business. They infiltrate, bruh. When you're treated incorrectly, there's going to be people that are going to try to fuck shit up. They showed it in one of the videos over there, showing rocks, saying, come, take the rocks, start throwing at Palm and Hall. These people said, we're not going to take the bait. Other people did in the riots that happened over with in the United States concerning with what happened with Mr. Floyd. Some of them did not. A lot of them didn't. But there are have been agitators all over. And of course, they're looking at this particular issue and they're wondering what is going on. And then Trudeau kept putting his foot in his mouth every time. He doesn't know when to shut up and take the loss. Shut up and resign, ultimately. Because it has reached a point where he must resign. He has no mandate. He has nothing. He has no backup plans. Everybody has run away from him. And guess what has happened because of the Canadian truckers, the true Canadians, the Canadians that John Cherry have always supported, supported them and their children through the history of ever since he's been in the CBC before they lost the rights to the NHL, similar to the way CBS lost the rights to the NFC, NFC to the NFC side of the National Football League in 1993. Before they lost it to Sportsnet, Don Cherry was their boy. John Cherry has always supported Canadians, its history, all of it. So the truckers were his were his people. And those people had enough of the bullshit that Mr. Trudeau has put up. They can spit it all they wish. Him, uh, Doug, Ford, all the rest of them. Spitting as they wish. But the effect is enormous. And now similar things are happening all over the Western world. Could you believe it was Canada of all people who got sick and tired? Sick and tired of being sick and tired of the liberalism, the communism, the socialism. And they got so sick and tired of it that they said enough with trucking all the way to Parliament Hall. And now they're the ones that are bringing freedom. I thought it was going to be America. It turns out it was our neighbors to the north. Our neighbors to the north. Where all we hear is Toronto and Ottawa and Vancouver where most 
because the Hollywood deans are done. To, to get away from the taxes of LA, mind you. LA, mind you. It turns out it was the Canadian truckers. Those folks that said, we ain't gonna take this no more. We men, we ain't gonna take this no more. We play that hockey, we know how to fight. What the, what, what do you want? It turns out it was them that told this little prissy ass motherfucker named Trudeau, who nobody can prove is really Pierre Trudeau's actual son, because now they're saying it's Fidel Castro's son, because it seems that in the Trudeau family, their wives are never loyal. <laughs> because it seems after the trucker revolt of 2022, everywhere else is changing their mandates or some of them are doubling down even worse. We have New Zealand being protested against. That woman is not going to come back for re-election. She is going to be out unless some chicanery takes place. They want democracy. They want freedom, the truckers, to get back to work, to do the right things. And they're not going to be dissed again, are they? Watch the back end. It's not enough to just say, I want the mandates gone. Because what they're going to do, and this is something that Yasha Levine has talked about, weaponized immigration. I want y'all to really see his recent work about weaponizing immigration in a different light. That's why be careful with all these particular talismanic words and look at the real situation at hand. Now, Fauci and the rest of his folks all saying we must be able to live with this particular day. This particular world event crisis, possibly for the rest of our lives. I want you to understand that the smash mandate, they overblew it and they blew it and they overdid it and they didn't get the right mask. And now we, we waited two years to get the right mask in place. Now they had the right masks in place. Now they said the mandates are not needed, which means they have confused the language of what they were trying to do. The PPE technology used in order to test for this particular virus, they did not use it. They never did. They did not care. Everywhere else in other countries, the PPP is above high standards. Not in this country and not in a lot of places in the Western world, which is ironic because in New Zealand, it seems to be 
They knew what they were doing concerning PPP with PPP only, but outside of that, they didn't care. They just started doing lockdown upon lockdowns. We realized that the lockdowns didn't work. We're beginning to realize there are real dark elements connected to all of this. Concerning with economics, I'll get to the economics in a minute because it's supposed to scare the shit out of a lot of people. The economics. And it's a real shame, a real shame that it took people who deliver food, deliver car parts, semiconductors, and a whole lot more to stop what they're doing, workers strike, and change the whole gambit. Do you now understand why they, what they did, what they did, the leftist entities in this major metropolitan cities did what they did in the 1960s, especially when it comes to workers' rights in African Amer and, in, and, and, and in civil rights and how it was connected to workers' rights. Do you remember the situation that happened in 1967 with the Memphis truckers, Memphis trash collectors, and the reason why Martin Luther King was there? Whether you agree with him or you don't, you have to understand the realization why he was there. Do you know why he was complaining about workers' rights? Because that was the only way he could ever get other particular issues to go through. But ultimately, unfortunately, civil rights only helped, did not help African-American men. They helped, unfortunately, white liberal females, which has been the main argument of conservatives for many, many years. Now, you see the liberals going against the very tool they use to subvert major countries all over the world. They use that particular concept of that protest to subvert every other thing in the Western world. Whereas these truckers are only wanting one thing, they want the mandates turned over. They want the vaccine mandates turned over. They want all of it gone, and they want the people that did this done and dusted. Trudeau isn't leaving because he thinks as a boxer, he can bob and weave and dance around and poke at the holes using the media, trying to lionize him. This is not going to end very well. And now people are saying that they need to use the military to remove the truckers and remove the trucks out of the way. It's never going to happen. It's If it happens in that way and they start doing things against their own people, especially now with what we're hearing with Russia, I'll get to that in a minute. Because it's a bunch of foolery on their side of the game 
it will not end pretty for a lot of people. Not end pretty. Not end pretty. The mandates are ending across America. Some of them being mass mandates, some of them being vaccine. Some are increasing the vaccine mandates as soon as the max mandates end, which means you can't enter without having that particular vaccine. Speaking of the treatments, I, I kind of make it interchangeably. I kind of use those two particular words interchangeably. Recent reports have come out that Pfizer is not going to be able to put out the vaccine for those younger than five years old. It is a no-go for the vaccine for that particular day. And they said, we can't do it. There's no two thing for the vaccination, none. We can't do it. So that particular thing is done. Even though Moderna has officially become a thing concerning with this particular vaccine that it has moved beyond the emergency phase, but there are still some issues concerning it. Carl Denninger from the market ticker stated in a recent post, never there has been a virus that once you get it, you don't have durable immunity to that specific virus. Some mutate so much that vaccination is basically impossible. All attempts to vaccinate against a coronavirus in the past have failed in this result as well. The screen fest that has been, uh, if you had this particular world event crisis pandemic, you'll get it again and you need the treatment. There was never any evidence for this claim. Now, the data has come out after 20 months. Basically, the entire length of the world event crisis and he'll quote it as the following among 295 reported particular covid confirmed participants 99 percent tested possible positive for anti-rbd antibodies that's 250 units milliliter 44 percent under 500 units per milliliter 27 percent over 1,000 units per milliliter, 13 15%, and median of 8.7 IQR 1.9 to the 12.9 range at between 0 and 20 months have passed since reported COVID-19 diagnosis. The median anti-RBD level among those that tested positive was 205, that's 1 that's IQR 61 minus and slash 535 units per milliliter. There was no evidence of association between time after infection and antibody teeter. That's 0 
increase 95% CI minus 2.4% to 4.2% per month. That's P, which is 6.2. There was absolutely no evidence of deterioration of protection such as it is. Yet we know factually that once you get jabbed, the teachers disintegrate over the space of just a few months. There was never any evidence this would happen with people who got the particular virus and recovered. Not one scintilla of evidence was ever presented for that claim. And we now know that claim was false. Indeed, the CDC has admitted that among those that had this particular COVID van, did COVID, that the jazz provide no statistical significant improvement on protection whatsoever. Yeah, this new study was a relatively small sample, but it showed several things, all of them important. First, many people who thought they had COVID but didn't get proved, but didn't get proved up for it, really didn't have it. Second, about 10% that didn't think they actually did, but didn't know, think they had it, actually did, but didn't know it. And third, if you really did have it, whatever protection you were afforded does not disappear for at least two years time, which is all the experience we have with this specific virus so far. He reminds people that at the onset of this pandemic, we already had a study published that showing cross protection against COVID-19 among those that had SARS and survived it. That protection was still present more than a decade later. However, safe you may believe the jabs are, this much is absolutely certain as a matter of mathematical and medical fact. There is no such thing as a drug or other therapy without risk. And if you have durable protection from infection, it is gross malpractice and even intentional harm to give one a drug when there is no possibility you can benefit from it. Those that administer and allow to be ministered or to coerce someone to take in a jab where they are previously infected had committed these offenses and must be punished in accordance with civil and criminal laws. Their actions have caused people to risk serious, even mortal harm for no possible benefit whatsoever. Y'all in trouble, folks. Serious? Serious trouble. And I do mean serious trouble. Let me not get mince my words on this. Not only that, something else happened. The truckers were trying to get funding from GoFundMe. And as you know by now, GoFundMe has become, you know, closely connected to the left in this country and in the left in other places. And they have been doing all these things with criminality and all the rest of it. They don't want to have criminals getting access to it because of an incident that happened in Philadelphia some time ago. That being said, GoFundMe wasn't viable. So, go send me came into form. And it seemed everything was going fine until Parliament Hall decided that they were going to take the funds and freeze them 
and prevent the truckers from getting those funds. Just froze them. Now there has been no violence. There has been no fights. It's just people playing hockey. They want answers. They want this mandate done and they did that disgusting act. Thinking that violence could come at any time. Real disgusting move from Trudeau and his people. Let me make this very clear, folks. Monday, it is time for Trudeau to step down. He must step down. There needs to be new elections. New elections must come. They must put the new elected officials in each of the provinces. They all must come to order. If they don't do it, and the bullshit happens again, I expect and I predict that it's going to get way worse. I do not sense that Canada, as it is constituted now, with Trudeau, the liberals, the media, the whole lot of it, this is going to end badly if Trudeau doesn't step down. There is something on Twitter that stated that this is how politics stabilizes itself and in the back of my mind I'm thinking that it might stabilize to a point where people really get hurt especially these truckers and the aftermath of this is a doubling down of what the liberals want so I want people to be very cautious this may have been a turning point and a moment and a successful populism. But I believe in certain cases that the way they set these countries up now than in the past. Because of the successes of movements before. That this time in order to prevent the changes that are going to happen, that they will do the things they fought and they blame conservatives of doing to get the things done. Crack them heads may have always been the Democrats' model. And it is really dark to see why that is. Speaking of dark, this is all taking place with Russian aggression and the chase for Selvatnya and her magical mouth ring. On the next step, 
because the United States State Department has stated as of this recording that Russia will attack within the next week. They will make that move. And then all bets are off. And then we're going to have a situation where another 300, 3,000 troops have been sent to get ready for a possible invasion of Ukraine. This is not going to be pretty, folks. I do not wish this leads into war, but it is becoming apparent that whoever's going who and whatever reasons this is happening it is going to end badly for both sides. This does not help China either. China gonna start their own shit, so they're gonna start fighting on two ends. And they might think they might win, who knows? But the world is in a deeply precarious situation. It is not going to be pretty. I only pray that our military can get through all the struggles that their leaders and the generals have put themselves in. And hopefully that whatever comes next will not be as serious as people think it might get serious as. But it is a scary, scary time. I thought it was nothing. It is going to turn into something, whether people might like it or don't. And that's one of the reasons why people need to start getting scared because now it's going to be turned into something. I just want to read something from a Twitter post concerning this here. And it's connected to what's going on in what happened in Iraq. Iraq couldn't be invaded until Powell showed Americans the WMDs. That way, people were thinking, stop nuclear war instead of asking the question, what Iraq have to do with 9-11? Now, the IC intelligence community are surmising what versions of the WMDs they can sell to the people to justify war with Putin in order to get Savatnya. Putin wants to ensure Russian answers in the region aren't taken by his enemies. He is in a defensive mindset doesn't want to invade, which is why they originally said, there's nothing wrong. I know what's going on in my own country. What are y'all guys doing? So there's a stalemate between the Russians who don't need a war and the Americans who desperately need the war for money. American intel must get creative. 
American media has been trying all they can to pump the aggressions that Putin has taken with soldiers at the border, tanks, etc. What they aren't telling you is the moves that purported this troop buildup, namely NATO forces and American weaponry given to regional enemies of Russia. But Putin will not invade even after the media and arms escalation. So now the intel community is completely stuck. They need Putin to start a war he doesn't want to start. In other words, they need to start a war and to make everything think that Putin started it. How does they do it? There's one theory. The Twitter poster is going to say un they're going to uncover evidence that the Russians created a false fake flag event, a false flag event video as incentive to invade Ukraine. Let the people digest that the Russians are going to invade Ukraine on their false promise. When the narrative is fully digested, has special forces wipe out Putin's unit in real life, be the false flag. Then when Russia retaliates to a real-world event saying that they were attacked, the narratives already did dispense, and the masses will mostly believe that this reaction was to the false flag, not to the dozens of actually slaughtered Russians. Then, Endless War 3.0. And they already started because there was another Twitter post by Mark Ames that showed from Bloomberg that says Russia has invaded Ukraine. That was only two and a half hours ago. Only two and a half hours. This is related to an economic thing, an economic video that was posted about a couple of days ago. And that video stated the following, that we're at the end game of this whole thing with the economics and all the rest of it. We basically ran out of money. Everything is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, can you smack it? Not a pretty sight to see. And then we heard that the Fed might be calling a secret meeting on Monday to figure out why they had that Fed miss. Again, not pretty not looking good one thing to mention before we go into the next segment is something that john michael greer stated on his twitter post about a couple of days ago because he usually has a post concerning with the world event crisis this is what he said Something very troubling occurred to me this morning from that particular post. However, over a hundred years ago, in the first decade of the 20th century, the largest anti-war movement in history had everything in its favor. Positive media coverage, support from the intelligentsia and many of the well-to-do, and a detailed comprehensive plan to stop the not-major war with general strikes. Then, in 1914... The heir to the Australian drone and his wife were shot dead in Sarajevo, 
Europe plunged into war, and the largest anti-war movement in history crumpled. There was no general strikes, absolutely no protests. The very same people who were been cheering fascist, speaker, fascist speakers and signing petitions weeks beforehand pivoted on a dime and cheered for war, and millions of them marched off cheering to their deaths. One made the whole thing particularly striking is that most of the combatant armies got stuck right in the beginning of a self, of a, in a set of failed strategies. When their attempts to win the war using the strategies failed, they didn't change the strategies. They just doubled down. Tens of thousands of men were mowed down in futile attempts to secure a few hundred yards of blood-soaked mud. And it went on and on and on for four brutal years until one side finally collapsed. Now look at the present situation. Alternative medicine was huge before COVID-19 arrived, bigger than some measures than mainstream medicine. And millions of people, including a lot of the well-to-do, had claimed to hate and distrust big corporations. Then the virus showed up, followed by the vaccines, and they pivoted on a dime and lined up for the jab, mumbling, trust the science. Nor did the authorities respond any more intelligently in 2021 than in 1914. Vaccination and the other measures had taken control. COVID had failed utterly. They had nobody in power was willing to think that an alternative, but more so. In the wake of the First World War, the entire edifice of European society came apart at the seams. I wonder it will be the same thing that happened this time, and how many more will die first. That is how <coughs> I am going to end You Ain't Shit 7. That warning. You already saw the ending. Can you imagine how the beginning is going to start? Find that out this April on Beyond This Earth. You ain't shit seven. The Ravens virus and the gamblers of the West. We'll be right back with more of this weekend's Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. Going to leave birth and they slowly move away 
I mean, the judge trying to get to the exit. They're not going to get to the exit in time because it's coming. And boy, it's been a long time coming. You ain't shit, seven. The Ravens virus and the gamblers of the West coming this April to be all this earth. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Novid Hallback here. Well, there were two important interviews. One of them was pretty much a promotion for a brand new music video, but the other was a podcast. Rollo Tomasi spoke with Patrick Ben David of Valuetainment. You know him as the guy that has been interviewing a lot of the mobsters sometime today. He had one great interview with Kobe Bryant, and now Rollo Tomasi has reached the point of semi-mainstream status and it is an important interview for all of you to watch thank god we got linkly and linkly now can split certain things between second season and third season so it's easier for all of you to use just another announcement that continues to build up on the things that we're starting to accomplish in beyond this surf on beyond this surf excuse me so it is an important interview for all of you to watch and really get a handle on certain things. And there are some very fascinating real life things between the three of them. I think it's a world changing interview on the very basis is that all of them have gone through relationships and all of these other things. And twice again, because it's important to remind people about this because I'm going to mention something very important later on. Maybe in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's important. He kept reminding people and he reminds you on that particular sense. And there is one particular um, comment that he made at one minute, seven seconds. And you have to watch it on that particular point. If anything there, that's one of the most important things there. And I, I think that's one of the statements he made there. He said that hypergamy is not a straight jacket, which means there's myriad of things. There's life. There's how they were, how women are raised, all the rest of it. No, they're not wanted that many women are different. And there are women that are different from each other in the way they were raised and all the rest of it. And there are certain things that he mentioned, Rollo Tomasi, concerning what are you willing to risk? And then David and his co-hosts are talking about the things that they went through and give examples. Your example may be different. The example I'm about to give that recently just happened is also different, but it, I'm going to explain things in a way that it has to be seen for what things are. 
and it is important for everyone to understand. The other interview was pretty much a promotion for the music video Future made Worst Day Ever, Worst Night Ever, in which Kevin Samuels did a one minute interview with Mr. With Future in order to figure out what is going on. Now, a lot of people might be coming up and saying, oh, he can't be doing this. He's just doing this for the money and all the rest of it. But it's become important to realize that it happened in that same week. And so it is showcasing that something is wrong in the concept of femininity. There is an episode of the of Attack on Titan. It's actually the most important episode of the whole of the whole franchise, pretty much. It aired last week, and there's something important that will have to be discussed in other places. But I will mention a little bit about it, and when the show finally reaches its season finale within the next couple of weeks, and I think it's important and it's related to where we are going to discuss now, pretty much with failure and how men that fail seem to get the women that can be around them and what it says about our society. Unfortunately, and pretty much unwitting, uh, 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 pretty much deep, deep, serious issues, if you want to put it in that particular sense. There was a humongous fan, or how, how do we say this, in, in a certain way. There was a guy who pretty much followed BAP, you know, Bron Age Ranches, no longer on Twitter. He pretty much gave the same types of descriptions that Bap was talking about. And he pretty much stated that we're going to do the thing. We're going to do what Sobra does. We're learning what Bap is doing. Sun steal the whole nine yards. And wherever people might come up and say all these things, you have to come to the realization that in one sense you have you one sense they may be saying certain things but they don't really live it they may be saying certain things but and all the money that was being used in supporting this particular person he was getting he was in the right shape in the right place at the right time and yet he made an issue that was exposed on the internet concerning relationship with someone that ultimately he decided to use some of the money that others gave him to help them help him help themselves into doing the things they fought he never was supposed to do. And people called him rightly out on it. And they said that he can't be here. He, he, he ain't that guy. 
And guess what? And he left the he left because this is not the this is not the way he is. This is not this is not cool, boss. Basically. You have to understand that Rolo Tomasi also made a statement. And I'm gonna read the statement here concerning women and sin just to unshow you where things are he states women can't sin anymore they simply cannot sin anymore because they are automatically forgiven for it and they shouldn't be judged for it in the first place. I want y'all to understand what that means and why Zero HP Lovecraft and others went after Achilles and his actions. It is because they have put our society, the genocentric order, have put women above even the very God that created that same woman. So you can put it in this particular in this particular context, if you are a Christian, or if you believe in the Abrahamic religions, that woman was created from man, man create God was God created man, man created woman. In that order. To be a companion toward to him. He also stated, Rolo Tomasi said that the reason why we're in this particular place, the sins that we have all accepted, is that man never accepted. Man listened to woman because of his loneliness. Because of his loneliness. If you really want to go into a more esoteric concept, we have two wives. Adam had two wives. If you believe in the particular story that is out there concerning Adam's first wife, which later became Lilith, then later the second one, which is Genesis, dealing with the rib and the whole nine yards. He was able to disagree with the wife and he became lonely at the first time. Second time came right out of him. It's a part of him, all the rest of it. And this time he accepted whatever she said. And then ultimately we have the world that we now see now. And then that leads into the first murder, the whole Cain Abel story and the whole lot of it. Because this concept, Rollo Tomasi said, women can no longer sin and they don't have the capability in the eyes of the genocentric order, order to ever be sinful. And that they will always be forgiven and they will forget about that particular type of sin makes women in these particular societies higher than the God that created or led into the creation of women in that particular order, in that particular sense.
So the onus, unfortunately, whether people like it or not, is on a man to not accept the bullshit that these women have gone through and are not able to be able to be capable of in an adult manner to be with the person that gave them these particular children. And the reason why we were deeply, their people were deeply disappointed in Achilles is that he promoted himself in one way, supported all these people in one way, was giving money to others in that particular sense in one way, and then he goes, he spends all this money that he could have used to build out more technologies to help other people do get into a better place and to help himself and others to get into a better place. He developed all the, he developed a hankering for the things that he went against for many, many, many years and then fell into the same problems that befell others in this particular community in the ideological community that they now call themselves alt-right what have you the fundamental problem has been and always will be when a society sees one half of its citizenry as sinless and stainless even if they do get in trouble and they get lesser punishment for a lot of crimes outside of the few that absolutely did happen, absolutely is deserving of that type of punishment. In the majority of a lot of the other cases, women are not allowed to sin anymore. They just can't sin. And it is very dark to see what that is. When you have that type of society that does these things, then why is everybody shocked that there is such a thing as transgender, all the rest of it? Because women don't sin no more. And so if men takes all the sin, you want to be absolved from sin. Get it? If the society says that a woman can't sing all the rest of it, I don't want to be a sinner. I'm going to do this. They, these people don't want, these men don't want to be sinners. I'm going to turn myself into a sinless creature. Do you understand what I, what I mean by that? And that's very dark. And that is a twist. And that is the way liberals, the liberal intelligentsia twist Christianity and make a mockery of the religious mind. And they make a mockery of the religious mind to the effect that they have infected the evangelical community in ways that have not been predicted or cannot be comprehended until the evangelical church and its coterie suffers the humiliation that comes with putting women on a pedestal in all forms that goes against what their Bible, the Bible, 
talks about the actual thing that they follow. Do you understand what I'm trying to get at? Do you understand why I have always stated in so many ways that the chasing of pussy is not the goal of any man's life. I said it last week. I said it in the specials. I keep saying this. Nobody listens. They want to play games. They want to play games and do the games. The games are over. And now something has to be done against these folks that refuse to understand that you know that there is something wrong in this planet. You know that these women ain't right. They women are not in their right mindset. They're not healthy in any shape or form. You know that you can't be with a single mother whose father is still alive. And that the only option for that single mother is to figure out how they can reconcile with that particular person that has that are the father of these children. That if it is not possible to reconcile in that particular sense, at least set up a situation where that particular child knows who his father is and let that child ultimately decide whether that father is good or not good. We can't even reach that type of conversation. even speak of it because they dis because they take one aspect of the one aspect of the holy books use it for their own ideology and then they use it in order to make sure they propagate themselves and make sure they stay in power that's what liberals do that's what they will always do that's what they will continue to do and now black, back to blue, the rest of it with the Ottawa truckers as I'm doing this now. The police are trying to get rid of that blockade between Detroit and Ottawa. They're trying to start the bullshit. Other policemen are saying maybe they're not gonna do it. Others are saying maybe we're gonna try. We're gonna push, we're gonna pull, we're gonna say it's over. Go home, this, that, and the other. We're capping their heads now. But this is not for that. We'll talk about that near the end of the show. This goes back to failing upward. Ben Simmons. Davidson. They're not the best comedians in the world. They're not the best 
particular, in their particular entities and in their particular modes of life, as it were. They're not particularly the best in their particular field in the world. Nowhere close. But it's something called failing upwards for men. That if you have even a substandard talent in a field where there are absolute giants, he can get and he can sweet talk any person, any female in this modern day, Gen Z, what have you, because he is can even if they have no cash to their name, because they have a social way of understanding each other, which is they become pretty boys for the establishment, for the gynocratic social order. As Roald Tomasi has beautifully stated time and time again, they have become the pretty boys of the establishment, of that gynocentric establishment. And because of that, they can get away with anything including giving up two shooters and two high draft picks in order to get rid of this particular problem where the elites don't like you. Now, I'm not talking about elites in the elite sense of, oh, they're trying to destroy us, this, that, and the other. No, I'm talking about the elite people who have shut their mouths and not saying anything in their in those two particular fields, the ones that have become so damn popular, uh, the ones the their elders, the elder men who say he ain't shit and he can't do shit, and then they, he try to talk back to them, and they say, "Oh, you still ain't shit," but because Gen Z women and younger millennial women who have reached the stage of, oh shit, it's starting to get worrisome when it comes to my biological clock. So they see Simmons and Pete Davidson and said, I want to have fun again. Understand, even though they already have a husband, which they have children, and, and especially with the case of Kanye West, has told Kimberly that, her daughter should not be on TikTok because of what TikTok actually is. So he knows what this particular thing is. But his other stories concerning with um, Six Nine and others, Takashi Six Nine and others, it's something like he is trying. He's trying to separate business and family, and I understand what that is, but. There are certain cases where you have to have a standard that goes in all particular areas of life. Where business, I understand business is business, but there are certain things that will not look good on all forms. They, a lot of people have not recognized that and realized that in that particular sense. That a man who can wait it out, not do anything, one season, and say, oh my, 
Depression is gone. I can finally play again. Even though he threw everybody under the bus. And his own coach seldom look, you this is positive criticism. You ain't this, you ain't that. You need to learn how to shoot. But he can still get the girls. You understand? Because you, you have to understand something, folks. And it's very dark. And it's connected to everything that is, is here. A lot of... There is a gigantic difference. And Rolo Tomasi has stated this on his Twitter account. And I said this two weeks ago. And I'm going to say it again. There is a gigantic difference between the Gen Xer women, the baby boomer females, and the later millennial females, and a majority or a good polarity, polarity of Gen Z females. There is a dramatic, dramatic difference. And you, and you begin to understand and see the difference once you watch old movies. When you begin to see older movies from when the time they were 15 and all the rest of before the rules change and all the rest of it, and then you begin to see them in 25, 26, and then you start seeing them bleeding acting roles and all the rest of it to what we see now. And you begin to see that, especially between something like Euphoria and Glee, especially between something like the kids and Euphoria, especially between the times when they were talking about breakfast at Tiffany's and Euphoria, you begin to see the difference. And once you begin to understand and recognize these differences, hell, look at the difference between Gossip Girl on the WBCW and Gossip Girl on HBO Max. Dramatic difference. between the early millennials and the later millennials, earlier Gen Zers. You begin to see the difference of the way the women act? So do you understand? Do you understand what is going on? Begin to realize that not every single woman out there is going to be the same type of person that Achilles was with. Don't go out there and say the women are evil, all the rest of it. Don't go out there and say, oh, we can't be going out there and talking to women and all the rest of it. Don't go out there and say you can't be friends with them and all the rest of it. You can't have banter, all the rest of it. Don't go and do that. Don't self-sabotage oneself. However, to end it before, to end this particular thing before we get to the Olympics. Again, it's long. Um, again, this whole thing talking about Achilles and Nordic, don't get it, but understand something, okay, and make this clear. You were born, I was born between 79 and 87. If any of us were born earlier, between 1960. 
1978, we will be happily married. We'll be getting ready to have grandchildren. If I was born much later, between 88 and 96, we'd be, most of the men here would have dabbled in what may, many consider bisexuality. They have, may have dabbled, I did not say they. The rest of us who were born in between those days, we're screwed in many different ways because the women that existed in that time transitioned from housewife, home living, that sort of thing, to accepting OnlyFans in college class, in college hallways in order to pay school fees. How did that transition happen? Transition happened because certain people in this society decided in the 1960s, right after full birth control was given to single women, that we don't want the men who were this, that, and the other. And everything followed into the same sense that, oh, most men are not good. We see the men in the, who are jokes. They're not strong. They do this, they do that, and all the rest of these particular things. And so now you understand that the mindset of a lot of the females, even if they are nice, cordial, respectable towards men and all the rest of it, aspects of the way they were raised because they are millennial and Gen Zers is extreme feminist uh, uh, agro-prop. And that in order to defeat that and to understand that particular thing, you have to laugh at that particular type of agro-prop even if it is done in a way that's saying, oh, we're just joking and all the rest of it, don't take it as a joke. Laugh it off, explain the situation, and if this continues to bullshit, walk away. There are many other things that we have to accomplish, which is basically zero HP Lovecraft's point, and Achilles is not helping in any shape or form. That is his basic argument. We're going to discuss more about this next week because Valentine's Day is Monday. But I want to get to the Olympics. Short little thing. Why is the Olympics failing? Did you see the picture? I know you saw the picture of that jumper, that ski jumper in a, in the middle of a plant, in the middle of a plant. And it just looks like this is the Winter Olympic Games. We're going to accept this. How is this fucking possible? Hey, look, they just copy off of Homer from the brand, WWE. What kind of nonsense is this? 
they're failing because this is what y'all accept now. This is what they're going to give us. This is what China is going to give you. They, they're celebrating, oh, great success story, the Olympic Games, all the other day and all the rest of it. But it is an embarrassment. Every single aspect of it is an embarrassment to what the Olympics represent. And the whole thing is an embarrassment. The whole freaking thing is an embarrassment to sport, to dignity, to all the rest of it. And I am at the point when we're talking, let's, this is just a normie thing. It's normie business if you want to put it that way. But I am at the point now that I think NBC has to make a consideration that at least one of the winter games, either one of the winter, I know they're going to focus a lot on Paris in 2024, which is three years away. But I really, two years away, ironically enough, excuse me, that they really need to consider that they need to give up at least some of the rights of the Winter Olympic Games to a secondary network in order to at least double the load or lessen some of the load and they can focus on certain other things because I do not believe that um, NBC has any clue concerning these games, concerning the Olympic Winter Games. And I think that is not no so much their fault. I think it's pretty much the situations that we are now experiencing and seeing now, especially with China. It's a boycott. Nobody cares about these Olympics. It's unfortunate, but it's it's sad. But these are the realities of who hurt us, why they hurt us, and why do people want to show things that hurt us ultimately. We'll be right back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. This surface now available on Stitcher, one of the easier ways to get your radio shows on the Apple and Android devices. It is also on wherever you get your radio shows. Beyond This Surf is now on Stitcher. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. We're back on Beyond This Earth. I want to make a short comment of what's going on with. Joe Rogan and all the things in the news that have come out of it. Israel Abbasanya, who is the lightweight champion, I believe, made a statement on the press conference that um, pretty much said that he's never done anything wrong. He is my. And what is all this controversy about? And a lot of people cheered him on. So he pretty much stated that he didn't do nothing wrong and he got that caught up a pass on it. And what is the problem with all of this? There was something very dark that Mr. Malone mentioned 
in a taping for uh, Tucker Carlson's interview. And this is what he stated. It's only 50 something seconds. Let's listen in. This is about political warfare and information warfare. Full stop. And all of this chatter that many have have um, bought into that this is about culture wars or it's about vaccines. No, it's not. It's about power and money. You know, it's about Spotify's market cap dropping. <laughs> So fascinating point is that the major owner of Spotify, the top owner of Spotify, is also the top owner of Moderna. Yes. Okay. So um, it's we we have to kind of get out of the frame of reference that we're being that's being pitched to us that this is about culture wars because it's about way more than culture wars. It's about power and money. And culture wars is a nice, easy way to divide us against ourselves. Right. So he pretty much said that this was not about culture wars. Culture wars is just a day. It's about power and money and all the rest of it. <clears throat> Nick Land all Nick Land made a statement about capital being called capital in one sense or the other. And so those capitals that agree with each other. Do things that will be agreed upon. Other capitals that didn't agree with each other do things that don't do work with the capitals that don't agree with each other. So I can understand that particular point. One of the things that people have to realize is that I don't use that particular words. I use other particular words. Because in many senses, in many ways, even though if it is seen that it is not in the context that is used against another person. Black people in particular. I don't want to use that word. That's my own way of saying it. It's not for me. Basically, I just don't use it. Try not to. But there are a lot of people say that he shouldn't apologize. You have to understand that Joe Rogan basically is a dude that asks questions. But he's a liberal. Stone Cold liberal. Old uh, uh, style liberal. Old style liberal lion type of guy. Working class guy and all the rest of it. The reason why they're calling him right wing now is because he works out. The reason why um, Mr. Klein... Ethan Klein was going after him is because he works out. Even though he has supported Bernie, he has brought in a lot of liberals on his show. He's just a guy that's just asking questions. And the fact that we have nobody who is able to ask questions or they have taken out the people such as Scott Pelley, such as Bob Costas in certain ways such as all the others in the mainstream media from the local television stations to others that they have demeaned the same people in those local television stations and national TV that they have built sets. They have built all these other entities. They never allow entities to 
evolve in their own particular way into a place where they can become successful. And then when you have all this happen, then you only, and then when things start to happen and people are seeing it for what it is, and they're seeing the lies going around, they need to find somebody that they can trust. The internet had gone through a similar thing as well. And now, Mr. Rogan, ultimately, ultimately, has become a scapegoat in certain ways, but a lesson in many others in the realization about American free speech and the limits of same and the understanding why those limits exist. I want you to think about this deeply. There are a lot of people that said he capitulated and apologized and he lost a lot of people's respect. There are other people that are going to be saying that this man's a racist. He did all these things in that particular sense. It's time to let him go. It's time to put either Pat McAfee or all the rest of these in. Or another person there. It's time to become the country that we need to become. That's what they're saying, that they need all these particular things and all the rest of it in order to make sure certain people stay alive or certain people become alive or they were able to have success in this country that they haven't had the success before. So we need to create all these particular types of themes, stories, all the rest of it in order to get ourselves to a place where children in those particular cities that Mr. Rogan has hurt and all the rest of it with the COVID-19 thing and then with the racism role can be in a better place. But the fundamental problem of all their arguments is they haven't done a damn thing to help those folks. And they're not going to do it using women to get others out. And they're not going to use men in order to get them to a place where they can figure themselves out. How can a society talk about free speech when free speech is being censored on all forms when it comes to different issues, both left and right, that need to be discussed in order for us to either figure out who the fuck we even are as Americans? They're not even, we're not even ready to have that discussion. We're not even there. We're not even there to explain in a rational manner the issues they were even discussed, even on Rogan's show. Not there. We're not even at the point where we can do deal things in a healthy manner. So it becomes apparent to me that if we don't have necessarily free speech, then there needs to be a way 
of how one needs to handle what these corporations want us to act like. And if that is the case, then there needs to be protections on every individual group and all the rest of these things with between individuals and the group in order to protect the individual from the actions of groups, even if it is, well, even if it was done by mistake, even if it was done by, even if it was trying to explain certain things that had nothing to do against them or, or these particular groups, or even if it was done in a malicious manner, there needs to be some sort of protection between groups and individuals in order to protect the individual and the groups and the constituencies. If we can no longer have this free speech, then there needs to be protections on what people can say and what they cannot say. If we're going to go on that particular sidestep, but we want unlimited free speech. I don't know if it can be done, but we'll discuss more about that in the future. But this Rogan thing is not over. It's much darker than people can imagine. And in certain ways, should he capitulate it? That's up to you to decide. For me, it is what it is. The fact remains is, is that there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. And the fact that those questions are not being answered should raise a lot of eyebrows on what people are actually living in this country and how they experience their own lives in this country in particular. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. back here you notice that we named this show beyond this earth because we always think about things that are beyond this earth but sometimes we talked a little bit too much about the issues in the earth but what about what is going on above us our hopes and our dreams and our futures just lie 62 miles way up there we did it before 50-some years ago, and now we're in the process of doing it again. It is now time for the 22nd century. Coming soon to Beyond This Earth.
Welcome back to Beyond This Earth, final segment here. Peloton is getting interest from several companies, including Amazon, regarding a takeover. The WSJ reports its stock shot up 30% after that news dropped. Southwest Airlines said it will resume alcohol sales on most of its flights later this month. The union representing Southwest flight attendants called the move irresponsible. WSJ publisher News Corp said that its journalists and other employees had their data hacked and a firm hired to investigate the breach suggested it was a Chinese intelligence gathering operation. Lawyer Michael Antavanti was found guilty of cheating his client Stormy Daniels out of $30,000. I mean, $300,000, excuse me. Delta Airlines CEO for Ed Bastian asked the GLJ to put unruly travelers on the no-fly list. Ottawa's mayor has declared a state of emergency over regarding ongoing protests against the vaccine mandates. And as we have just continued to update with this particular show, uh, veterans have come to block the police, uh, the Iowa police, from doing their particular thing concerning the truckers, which shows that veterans know what the real deal is and they will not allow things to change. They will not allow the police to go ahead with their plans unless either Trudeau resigns and, and we get unless Trudeau backs down and the mandates are done or barring that as we are now seeing with this concerning Ukraine and all the rest of it he has to be no longer in power he has to step down but now there's a connection between what's going on with Ukraine and what's going on in Russia. I mean, what's going on in Ukraine and what's going on in Canada, excuse me, because now we're seeing that this is starting to build up. It's starting to distract from domestic issues. So it's wag the dog time. It is things are the, the, the fog of war has been activated it is not a pretty sight, folks. Not a pretty sight. Y'all better learn from history. We're going to talk about that next week on Beyond Deserve. Continuing, the International Olympic Committee said that it will improve conditions for quarantine <laughs> athletes in Beijing after receiving complaints. About 100,000 100, dead fish were released into the Atlantic Ocean by a trawler, and European officials are looking into why. Lata Madagascar, the iconic Indian singer who lent her voice to 100 of Bollywood films, died at the age of 92. The Indian government announced two days of national mourning. We were talking about something like this before, being that certain generations of women were better suited or were respected their countries themselves and men in particular. Even if they were hurt by them, they saw the forest from the trees. They didn't blame every single man for a problem one particular man did and all the rest of it. And she became, especially after 1948, a standard of femininity for women and then later became the grandmother of the people. And so everybody has been mourning her death 
and wondering how certain things have changed and other and other particular things. So it is under so it you have to understand where all of these people come from and understand what type of women in their culture in the past were able to become successful in the world despite all the challenges that were placed upon them. SCS, a next generation battery startup focused on lithium metal batteries, had a CPAC early last week, Friday. Google's embattled AI ethics division lost more than two, two lost more two more prominent members. Meta is adding a personal boundary feature to Horizon Worlds and venues in order to curb harassment. House of Representatives passed the America Compete set of 2022. Its version of the China competition bill passed by the Senate in June, which includes tens of billions of dollars in semiconductor subsidies. Now the two chambers not, must work on a bill. Amazon is doubling more. It's maximum base paid for corporate and tech employees from $160,000 to $350,000. Free Community College will not be part of the Build Back Better plan. The White House is hoping to revive First Lady Bill Joe Biden said yesterday. And then Gu, an 18-year-old skiing star who was born in the U.S., won't go for China in the women's freestyle Big Air. Um, Fight Club's original ending has been restored in China after an unedited version in which the authorities saved the day drew outcry last month. 31.5 million Americans are expected to bet more than seven. $1.6 billion on the Super Bowl this year, a huge jump over last year's record-setting numbers per the American Gambling Association. U.S. household debt increased by $1 trillion to, in 2021, its biggest yearly gain since 2007. Starbucks had fired several workers who were leading unionization efforts for violating company rules. Nissan will reportedly stop working on new internal but combustion engines with a few exceptions, mainly pickup trucks in the U.S. The IRS has backtracked on its potential use of facial recognition software after widespread criticism. Volvo and Nordvolt has announced plans for a new battery plant in Sweden, which will have an annual capacity of 50 gigawatt hours, enough for 5 100,000 calls per year, they claim. The Department of Justice has made its biggest ever seizure today, $3.6 billion in illegally stolen Bitcoin. NVIDIA Arm has officially ended. That's the merger. Tesla was sued by California civil rights regulator over alleged racial discrimination at his California facilities. Microsoft announced a new set of measures to open up its gaming marketplace. It is a bid to win over certain regulators who are scrutinizing its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Entertainment Weekly, InStyle, and Anywell are among the six magazines don't buy dot dash Meredith that will be stopped being published in print. Well, that's the end of Entertainment Weekly. A 
an interesting move done by this particular company. Wow. Both InStyle and Entertainment Weekly going to the dogs. Susan M. Collins, a University of Michigan e economist, was selected to lead the Boston Fed, becoming the first black woman to lead a regional reserve bank. Russian figure skater Kamila Valveva has tested positive for a banned substance. Olympic doping officials confirmed yesterday her team gold medal is now in doubt. Beance, the world's leading crypto exchange, is taking a $200 million stake in the 104-year-old media brand Forbes. Apple is making moves to address stonking and unwanted tracking through AirTag products. MoviePass is coming back this year, now powered by the next generation of web technologies. Trinium in Australia backed EV charger manufacturer and now a manufacturing plant in Tennessee that will be able to produce 30,000 chargers per year. Apple said it will notify people of nearby unknown air tags sooner following reports of stalking. Cool cobalt metals, which aims to use AI to discover EV battery metals, raised a one, not $192,000.5 million Series B. Microsci, an industrial robotics startup, raised about $30 million. ODS Aviation, an electric air chassis startup, raised about $12 million amid growing interest in the space. Netflix will start removing his Marvel-branded shows, including Daredevil, on March 1st after his licensing scene deal with Disney expires. Sentiment around the U.S. economy is at its lowest level since the Great Recession days of October 2011. Gold Scott cookies are suffering the same supply chain and inflation pressures as every other item. Kanye West said he will not perform at Coachella unless Billy Eilish apologized to Travis Scott. West accused Alicia of referencing Scott's Astro World tragedy when she paused her show to help a fan when she was struggling to breathe. And that is the news that you have missed that happened this week. Some of it that we already mentioned on the first two segments of Beyond This Earth. We got our first pictures from the James Webb Telescope. It's not much. They're using a, they're, use, they're testing out the mirrors to see if it works. And right now, one of the mirrors is activated. And so they will use certain parts of the mirrors to, you know, they use a camera on the back to do a selfie to check the mirrors to see if it's working. It's not much. It's in black and white. It's not even that good looking, but. Put it on a put it on this particular pipe and smoke it, ladies and gentlemen. There's a picture and it looks good. Now there will be more pictures and more definitions as they try to get the rest of the mirrors back up, all the rest of the mirrors up. There's 18 mirrors, so they'll all connect to each other, and then we'll see those beautiful pictures that we have been wanting to see mostly on the infrared scale. Then they got to change the certain things that get into the visible light scale. So yeah, this is going to be very interesting. 
And I do have an announcement concerning the space episode. If you haven't heard or you heard earlier in the show, the space episode is coming right before the season finale. So it will be about space, space exploration, and a whole lot more concerning that. It is going to be an important show for this particular show. And I hope that all of you will enjoy it. It will not be the new Cosmos. It even won't be like the old Cosmos. It will be something in the middle. Hopefully, there will be some interviews concerning that as well on the, on, on that particular episode. And again, You Ain't Shit 7 will be also be coming this April as the majority of the mandates go down and then we go after those ultimately that had missed the whole thing of this pandemic and missed how to handle how this pandemic was going to be handled. So we're all going to discuss all that as well. Let me put on something about next week and two explanations I want to make. I want to make one small explanation concerning with the thing I mentioned earlier about Achilles and others and uh, what type of situation it is. And I want to clarify my points about Rogan in certain ways. It, it about that free speech thing, and I do mean this in real simple terms about protections between it. I know that our system of government, our republic, does have those protections for free speech and all the rest of it. But one of the things that I have begun to realize is that it matters who is in power, and the un then the things that that. There has to be institutions in the end that needs to be. They need to respect the left, the right wing. Pretty much not the left wing. I said they need to respect the left wing or at least have some sort of understanding of what the left right wing does and how they see themselves in order to have a certain amount of free to have free speech because i believe one of the reasons why we're having these problems with free speech is because conservatives or what we consider conservatives or what we consider the alt white or play your conservatism is almost a non-starter in the united states and that is deeply unfortunate if there was such a thing as if these political conservatives, all the rest of these things, and an understanding of what America truly is, I don't think this Rogan issue would be a, a major issue. But you have to understand certain things concerning the left. The left will continue to use and weaponize just like Yasha Levine has stated years before with immigrants with the rest of the United States using weaponized immigration, which is basically, it's basically the same argument, but he's arguing it on the sense of he's more of a communist in certain ways than as with me and others who see it in the more of the right wing sediment. 
but they weaponize immigration to get what they want. You understand? And so they weaponize ethnic groups to get what they want. Glenn Greenwald made the mention that their main focus in power when it comes to liberals is censorship. It is not free speech because once someone goes against their ideology and their orthodoxy and their mythology, ultimately, they're taken down always. And it is not going to change. But the issue, but we even have a bigger problem. The bigger problem is, do we even have a right wing? Some might even say, do we even have a left wing anymore? We don't have, we might not have either. What you do have, unfortunately, which I may have stated it years before, you have corporate speech. You speak in the way the corporation tells you to speak. You live in HR world, human resources world. And you play the politics of business. The politics of business may work in certain domestic cases when it comes to workers and all the rest of these things. Take it outside of that particular context of corporations business and how they in, interact or sometimes interfere with the concept of government and you're going to have problems you're going to have serious serious problems as we have seen here whereas with the other issue with Achilles and his issues with women in particular. Folks, I'm going to make this very close to you. Does anybody know the concept of privacy anymore? That we cannot be airing dirty laundry in any shape or form on this internet and people will use it against you. And they have always used it against you. And it will continue to do so. Even if it is your friends or your colleagues or the people that you were supposed to help. So, HP Lovecraft, I mean, Zero HP Lovecraft had every right to do so. You aired it out if you didn't want to know what was going on. There were people that were able to have a life that had children and all the rest of it. They still had a life. You still saw their pictures. You still did. They were still public figures. But they kept their family thing between family. And they kept their relationships private. I don't understand, especially with a lot of people that said they are right wing, all the rest of it. Why would you air all these things, even if it is on the positive level about family and all the rest of it, and weren't even asked to do that? This is how the left keeps winning. 
because they air dirty laundry all over the place that doesn't reach to a crime or all the rest of it. When it comes to this thing concerning private intimate moments between adults, they use it as a form of freedom and all the rest of these things and other people should join in when other people disagree on those particular merits, not just on the basis of privacy, but in a lot of cases, the basis of decency. Then when we come into this whole thing about what is private, what is not private, this and the other, they confuse what people see and what others didn't see. And it's become a joke. So there's lessons for everyone here to understand what is truly going on. And maybe you should learn the lesson of keeping certain things to oneself. But again, there are are new institutions and older institutions that haven't been used in certain ways. Did there need to be some way of understanding a gatekeeping in a certain sense to prevent those that should not even be in that particular type of place for making it in. And I can understand that particular point. So these are just lessons that people need to learn, basically. Last thing about the truckers. And now freedom is spreading and it should be spreading. And I never thought Canada would actually be the ones that get freedom started. But you know, I always had an affinity for the Mounties and always trying to get their man. Uh, one of my favorite shows when I was younger was always uh, 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 Dudley Do Right, if I recall, when they were doing the reruns back in the night, back in, way, way back in the nineties or something of that nature. And he was always trying to get the bad guy. Snidely Whiplash, if I recall. Damn, I'm good. So, yeah, I always had that event, the Mounties, all the rest of it, the uh, Northern Frontier, that sort of thing. And and the Mounties don't play. So they come from that era. And uh, they said they had enough of the bullshit that Trudeau and his his boys are doing, his uh, fake-ass boys are doing. And they're all going to get it on you ain't shit seven and it's not going to be a pretty sight. I already told you the ending and it's going to be one huge bonus. I won't say episode, but a rant that is going to be huge. Next week will be the end of the Olympics and very possibly the start of what may become World War III and the grand judgment of humanity. If and only if that happens, we might be doing a special bonus concerning what is going on. It could happen at the end of these Olympic games, which would be... Ah, that will be Sunday but it could be much earlier. It could be like a couple of days earlier. 
They've already told the Americans to leave Ukraine. They already starting the drums. I'm hearing it now. This is all basically what the back of what is said and others have also stated. This is the red line. Ukraine can't join NATO. They join NATO. He has no choice but to attack. No choice. It's basic, almost nuclear war. He can, Ukraine will not go into the hands of NATO, ever. It better stay independent. If it doesn't, he has no choice but to attack. This is basically what he meant. So this is the end. So it's pretty much do it. He's damned if he does and he's damned if he don't. But it's almost in a certain way that there's some prodding, pushing, dancing towards we gotta start shooting. And it is going to get crazy, folks. So, could be Monday, could be next Friday, could be next weekend. If nothing happens on that, we'll still talk about what's going on with the world event crisis, which is pretty much the lead into possibly the final judgment or the great judgment or the last judgment of humanity, which is basically where we're headed now, folks. And I'm also want to put this in, in simple terms and make this real clear. There are a lot of people who understand that war is hell and that's understandable, but there are a lot of other people, especially with these studies that have come out, especially what a lot of people are going through now that said war can, can solve depression. I just want y'all to understand war is no game. But I completely understand why the war is taking place. And it is not a pretty sight. To it's not a pretty thought to think about. But that's what this show is for. To see what is beyond this earth. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic, now on Stitcher, soon on Clubhouse, Spotify, Green Room, and on Stereo with some of the interviews, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novin Hallback, and we will see you next time on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.